So many of you here are in the adulting phase of your life. And one thing that really smacks you in the face as you become an adult is that the world is a really rough place. Right? Like it's, it's hard. Life is a whole lot more difficult than you ever thought. And it, you just kind of get beat up a lot. That's the experience of kind of becoming an adult. You just get used to getting beat up a lot. And it can kind of cause the question, well, so if God is a loving God and he created the world, why is it that the world keeps beating me up? Right? Like, what's going on? And we can kind of even begin to doubt that God actually is loving or that he actually works in and through the things, the details of our life. But whenever we think that, whenever we doubt that, what's going on is that we're, we're reducing love to an oversimplified version of love. Love is actually something that's far more complex. And God loves us in a complex way. So to, to illustrate this a little bit, uh, I want to give you the example of the best coach I ever had. He was um, our coach my sophomore year in soccer. And this guy, we, we started off the season, and for the first half of the season, the first hour of practice, all we did was run sprints back and forth, back and forth, for an hour. We were dead. A bunch of people quit. And then even throughout the rest of the season, we would only practice three things. We would practice crossing the ball from one side of the field to the other, and we had to be able to trap the ball out of the air with just two touches. So one person would kick it basically, you know, 30, 40 yards, across the field, and the other person would have to one touch, two touch, boom, and had to be sitting at your feet. Then we would practice um, winning balls out of the air. So when the ball goes up in the air in soccer, it's important that you be the first person with the ball and that you win. And that's all about just being more aggressive than the other team. And so we would practice that just again and again and again. And we got beat up and bruised and hurt and all these things. And our coach just made us work harder and fight more voraciously. And then the last thing that we did in practice was we would practice uh, fast, direct passes right in front of the goal to get it past the goalie and then finishing. So basically being able to one touch a really fast ball coming across the goal to put it into the net. And that's all we practice. And then the last thing was, this coach was extremely, extremely strict about obedience. If he called cross, if, you, if he wanted the ball across the, goal, the, the field and you didn't do that, you could just expect the next practice to spend the whole time doing sprints. And if, if he got really upset, it wasn't just you doing the sprints, it was the whole team doing the sprints, all practice long. This guy was tough. He beat us up. A bunch of people quit, but that season, we didn't lose a single game. You see, 
there is a kind of, of disciplining that is in fact extremely loving. We were worn out, we were tired, we thought to ourselves, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this practice. He seemed mean to some people, but actually what happened was that man looked at us and he saw what we could become. And so he pushed us, he disciplined us to be the best team that we could. And it was actually out of a deep love that he had for every single one of the players that he let himself be the mean guy. Now, so with this analogy, we were playing for, you know, this cheap plastic trophy that you get in high school. I don't even think he was a, he wasn't a varsity coach. And so like, there wasn't even a, a state or anything like that. We just kind of finished the season and we were like, yay, we won. Great, nobody cares. You're a sophomore in high school. Our Lord does a very similar thing, but he pushes us towards something worth much, much more. And it says in the first reading, my son, do not disdain the discipline of the Lord, or lose heart when reproved by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. He scourges every son he acknowledges. When you're going through those difficult times, our Lord is actually just refining you. He's pushing you. He sees what you can become, and he's allowing you to be sharpened, much like a sword being forged. You stick it in the fire, and then you beat it with a heavy hammer. And then you stick it in the water, and then you stick it right back into the fire. And that's exactly how a sword is strengthened. That's how it's sharpened. That's how it is made into what it is truly made to be. It continues. It says, Endure your trials as discipline. God treats you as his sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? At the time, all discipline seems a cause not for joy, but for pain. Yet later, it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. So strengthen your drooping hands and your weak knees. Make straight paths for your feet, that what is lame may not be dislocated, but healed. If you aren't in it now, it's going to come very soon. You're going to get beat up by the world. And yes, God's behind it. But it's because he looks at you and he sees what you can become. And he wants you to win not some cheap plastic trophy, but the crown of eternal life.